How do you feel about coming off the bench? Who, me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that started, where I came from. <laughs> Peter said I got to come off the bench. Come off the bench. <laughs> What's up, guys? Here's to the first episode of Coming Off the Bench. Just a podcast. Both of us, just lifelong friends, just love sports, and just I just take our takes on stuff. Uh, we're going to introduce ourselves and our sports backgrounds real quick. Caleb, you can take us away. Yeah, sure. So, like I said, my, my name is Caleb Montgomery, and I'm a senior in the University of Alabama. I'll be graduating this August. I cannot freaking wait to be done. But uh, just a little bit about my sports stuff. is It just it all started with Alabama football. That was that was it, really. It was That's what got me into sports. And I just I loved Alabama football, winning the championships. When Nick Saban got here, I was in I was in middle school. We were we were both in eighth grade, I'm pretty sure. But it just it started there and just took off, you know. I started playing like Madden games and stuff, and I started playing with the Saints, and I really liked them. I don't, I don't know why they weren't good or anything at that point in time, but so I started kind of cheering for them, and then I watched the 2008-2009 season or 2009-2010 season, and uh, and won Super Bowl, and that just that just kind of took off for that. Uh, as for NBA, uh, I'm a Knicks fan, but I mean. I, it's looking rough, and I'm looking. I'm kind of weighing my options out. Me and Falls kind of have a deal that if if some stuff don't happen this off season, he's gonna give me a break and let me pick a different team. But um, that's really it. You know, I play, I've played basketball my entire life. Um, I, I love playing basketball, but I love watching all kinds of sports. I love MLB. We'll get into who I'm cheering for in the MLB later on in the show. But other than that, that's really about it for me. What you got, Falls? So uh, I also go to the University of Alabama. I'm a majoring in sports media. Yeah, so like my fandom started with Alabama football as well. That's the earliest I can really remember. I mean, I've been a Braves fan since I was really little, but like being really into fandom it was Alabama football definitely. I'm a Oklahoma City Thunder fan. That's probably my biggest team that I cheer for, like with in and out that. Them and Alabama football probably are both on the same level as far as just like passionate fandom. My uh, fandom started with the Thunder in 2008. I was playing NBA Live. Oh, wait, it's kind of like Caleb's ordeal. With the Saints, I was playing NBA Live, and I just was like, the Thunder? It was the first year of their team. I was like, who's the Thunder? And I started playing with them, playing with this Kevin Durant guy. This Kevin Durant guy. And, uh, yeah, we'll get into him a little bit too. He's one of those that we don't like right now, but if maybe if he joins another orange and blue team in the summer, we'll like him again. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Anyway, I just started playing with him. I really liked him and fell in love with him. So I'm also a Baltimore Ravens fan. Lamar Jackson is probably the only thing holding me to that team right now as far as our offseason goes, but we'll get to that later. But, yeah, I played baseball all my life, played basketball growing up, so – Hold we're, on, we're just, we can't just graze by this. W- weren't you like all state in baseball your senior year? We're going, we're just going to graze past that. Uh, second, second team, team. Second, second team. That's team still pretty good. That's pretty good. At the Gordo High School, where the big leaguers play. Eh. 
<laughs> was that it? You got anything else to say? No. All right, so let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the, the March. Yeah, the March man. Madness. Yeah, uh, so um, we got Auburn beating North Carolina tonight. That's unexpected, but other than that, it's been chalk. Yeah, it's it's been real chalk. Hasn't really been. You know, and that played really well for my bracket because I know we talked about this a little bit, but I started a eleven and zero on the first day, and I was on fire. And then all of a sudden, the second day came, and I went from being in the ninety eighth percentile to freaking. I think 30th. I'm back up to like 50 now, but it's still, uh, I'm just, I've never been a bracket picker. I don't know. It's just, I like to pick a lot of upsets and they just didn't happen. You know? Speaking of upsets, didn't you have, uh, who's your champion, Falls? North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. They couldn't beat freaking Auburn, man. We're never going to hit the end of it with Auburn never. making hey, the Elite Eight. Hey, but we, we got, we got a good coach coming on the way. We'll yeah, talk about yeah. It later. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But let's talk about Auburn for just a second because the Elite Eight, that's something, you know, we've talked about as Alabama fans. You know, that's what you know that's what we want. We want Elite. You know, we want an Elite Eight run eventually. And, you know, I think this coach we got, we'll talk about him in a second, but I think he's going to help us make a run. But other than that, you know, what? give me some of your surprises or, like, you know, like what's unexpected? Because, like, like I said, it's been mostly chalk. But other than like Oregon making a run to Sweet Sixteen, you know, it's been about not even. I wouldn't say normal because normally you have so many crazy things happen. Well, Purdue really probably is the surprise out of everybody. I think, you know, like yeah, they're always a team that you know in the tournament they they'll win their first round. It seems like, but they'll get beaten around thirty two in a heartbeat. And for them to make it to the lead eight, I mean, that's really surprising to me. I never saw well, them. Well, you know, we far. talked about this at the beginning. You know, because I think did you have them? I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to roast or anything. But did did you have them try to be? Did you have them upset in like the first second round? Yeah, I had Old Dominion beating them just because they're not. Yeah, Purdue's not flashy. And I remember we talked about this, and that's what I said was, you know, they're not flashy, but but it, it they're they're just a solid team. They played solid defense. And I feel like that translates. You know, we saw last night with Michigan going so cold you know even when the shots aren't falling if your defense is solid you'll you'll be all right and i think that's what really has led purdue to a elite they're in elite eight now right they, they beat tennessee right right i had i had tennessee in my championship game you know i was expecting them to go pretty far but they made a good run then i have duke winning mine all the way and they're still in it my boy zion future nick hopefully you still going with Duke to win it all, even after? Oh, after especially now with North Carolina going out. Heck yes, I, I think that was their main. I mean, you look at. I mean, I know they didn't have Zion in their their first few. Uh, their first was uh, their first two games, right? They didn't have Zion yeah. against North Carolina, and they lost. But and even in the game in the champion in the, uh, the ACC tournament, and they had Zion, they struggled. I mean, it 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 took a a tip in. I'm pretty sure, right? No, correct me if I'm wrong. Took a, took a tip in to to win, so I don't know, but I think that that was their main um, well, competition. Well, as we speak, you know, there's the game still going on. The Duke Virginia Tech game is going on. That's Duke right. Tech's beating them at half. It's thirty eight thirty four. It is gonna. Oh, uh, like they on a, on a hangover, just like you know, they struggled against UCF. I don't yeah. know if it was more they struggled, or it, you just gotta give credit to UCF and Taco Fall. You know, just. Kind well, of. and it, again, it goes back to and I, I watch the games. The little, the little I watch, it, this if the shots aren't falling, it, it's tough because you know R.J. Barrett. I feel like is 
don't want to call him overrated, but but he's one that's been talked about a lot going top three in the draft, and I just don't I, I just don't see it. Like as a Knicks fan, you know, with a top, it's probably gonna have a top three pick. I, I don't want him. Like I just feel like not only does he, and I'm watching me. We're gonna save this, and I'm gonna eat these words when the, he he's better than whoever the Knicks draft. But like I just I saw him miss big shots, you know, and I saw him miss free throws. And I don't I don't know. I just I don't think he's played is what he needs to be playing for them to win. I think most of it is Zion playing at an insane level right now. Yeah, like I, will, I agree on RJ Barrett. He's very inconsistent. Like him and Cam Reddish both, like they're both really talented, I feel like, but you know, you, they don't show up on the same day. It seems like and if, if they ever did, Duke would breeze through this whole field easily. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, Zion's just animal. I have a question for you. You know, Zion this year is getting the ESPN hype that that one person normally gets every year, and the last year it was Trey Young, and I feel like everybody hated Trey Young. You know, we did. We weren't big fans of Trey Young last year. We like him now that he's in the NBA, but I feel like Zion is just universally loved. You know, what is what is the difference? Because like he's just as I feel like it's just as flashy as Trey Young was, but it's just like he's just universally loved on the internet and everywhere, like Twitter and everything. People aren't hating on Zion like they were Trey Young. But I don't. I think maybe because most people feel like his game's going to translate to the NBA. You know, like. If Trey Young, so you thought it was just that ESPN, he wasn't that that good. He was just like, being hyped like, up. Yeah, that's that's what I think. I think I mean, oh, I, see I think Zion's as real as advertised. And yeah, I mean, the way Trey Young's playing in the NBA, I mean, he was yeah, really he advertised, is advertised. You know, he so. is he's playing really good. He's playing really good. I know we're not really talking about NBA, but you have him as your rookie of the year. What do you give to uh, Donich? I mean, it's flip. I don't think you could go wrong with the guy, but Trey Young. The last month or two, he's just real came, really came along. I mean, he really, is really putting well. up he's putting up shots and making them look easy in what we've come to know as the Steph Curry range, you know, three or four or five feet beyond the arc, you know. Just put him down with ease. And, you know, like, he's got the green light to do that. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like one of the things, you know, that's who everybody he compared him in. You're like, there's no way he's going to be Steph Curry. But, I mean, the way he has been playing this year, like, I mean, I could see it. All right. Well, before we get out of, uh, you got anything else about the NCAA you want to add? Uh, so you I mean, not other than we're we're getting to Bama here in a second, but just the March Madness, really. So, so you said you got Duke. You think Duke's still gonna hang on and win? Yeah, it? I, I hope they get through Virginia Tech tonight. But if if they lose, I really don't know who you give it to. Me. I think Purdue maybe, or I mean, heck, the way Auburn's played. But good lord, if Auburn wins the basketball championship, we will never hear the end of it. Oh my goodness! Don't even talk about that. Well. Get off a different subject, different topic. I want to say I'm going to go with Gonzaga, Virginia. Okay. Was, at the beginning of the year, that's who I said was going to play in the championship. I don't. I should have just went with it, but you know, North Carolina was playing really good. Yeah. I didn't know Auburn was going to shoot 80 percent from three. I could. Know? I could see. I definitely see Gonzaga or Virginia winning it. I mean, think of the story it would be for Virginia coming off a first round embarrassment. You know, last year to win in the championship and then. Almost, oh, yeah, getting yeah, scared yeah. this year, but have played pretty consistently. They had Oregon pushed it, to, took it to the limit to them last night. But but can we say Oregon? You know they came on late. I think I think their twelve seed doesn't do them justice. I think they're better than their twelve seed. Well, and they had one of their best players injured. I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. If you hit, they have ball ball, you know, it probably took them a little bit to learn how to play without him. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, getting out, not really getting out of. March Madness, but we're going to talk. We're going to change the pace just a little bit. Uh, something we're going to do every week. Something we've always just done in our 
friendship is just like kind of the pastime and stuff is, you know, give a top five list of just something random necessarily just, just, you know, like just ranking things. And, and so we're going to this, this week for the first, uh, the first rendition of it, we're going to do our top five moments in March Madness, you know, and, and this is, or most memorable moments. And so this is just from our eyes, you know, mainly stuff we've seen, you know, obviously Leitner's shot, Christian Leitner's shot is, is, should be on anybody's list, but you know, we weren't really even alive for that. So we just, we took five things that, you know, is, is our most five memorable. So Falls, you want to go ahead and give me your first five? Starting at five, yeah, I'll start it off. So at number five, I got Florida Gulf Coast. Just their just their run that year. They were they were so fun to watch. Just uh, Dunk City, just so much energy, and it's like a 15 seed playing with the confidence of a one seed was just so so fun to watch. Like, I mean, just their their colors of their uniform, just the way they played. It's like everybody in the country got behind them, and it was just. It was just fun to watch. And then you got uh, number four for me is Mario Chalmers hitting the game time three in the 2008 uh, National Championship game. They were playing a Calipari coach Memphis team. And for, for him to just come off the screen and just throw up a shot like that, it was just it was off balance and just game time. It was one of the first real like memories of a college basketball game that I remember. So it's just like real cool for me just to think back on. And then at number three, I got Butler. When they had Gordon Hayward, their run to the to championship that year was was incredible. I mean, just it put Gordon Hayward and Brad Stevens on the map. So I mean, that was just something that that I look back and think about. And then for them, to- right, hold on before, before you go to your next, I want to talk about Butler for a second because I don't have him in mind. But imagine if that shot at half court goes in. I mean, yeah, like, I mean, already what it did for what that whole run did for Gordon, Hayward, but. To beat Duke in the national championship on a half court shot that almost went in, I mean, that would would that have changed? I mean, would it have changed much to what's happened since? I mean, Duke's been Duke, and Butler's kind of after that next run after they lost Brad Stevens hadn't been. Well, does Brad Stevens leave Butler if he's won a national championship there? You know, I would think so because he he it's not like he made a lateral move. He went up into the NBA. That's true. That's so true. I, I don't know, but I just that's something fun to think about. But go ahead, go go your next one. Well, also I was gonna say on that too. Uh, I mean, for them the next year make a run right back to the championship. Yeah, game without to to, their best after losing their best player. Yeah, like that just shows you how good of a coach Brad Stevens is. Oh yeah, I mean he's proved that in the NBA. Then I got number two. I got uh, Texas A and M. It was a couple of years ago. They had a twelve point comeback in forty five seconds. I remember sitting there watching that game against Northern Iowa, and I'm thinking. Texas A&M just got upset by Northern Iowa. You know, like Northern Iowa is the Cinderella this year. And Texas A&M just gets in a press and just gets a couple turnovers, hits a few threes, and they come back and beat them. And I'm like, that's like the greatest comeback. Like, that's history. And then speaking of history, my number one is UMBC beating Virginia last year. I mean, it's something we I know we always talked about it. Like, you think of one seed will ever get beat by a 16 seed, and then for it just to happen out of nowhere, beat the – Number one overall seed in the tournament. It's just and something. Beat them emphatically. Yeah, I mean, just. It made them quit. Yeah, it's just crazy, and it's a well-coached team too in Virginia. It's not like it was just a, you know, one of these teams that uh, was just a one seed for one year, and then you know they're not. I mean, it's a year 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 in and year out. 
solid basketball program that they beat. So it's just, I mean, I don't, I don't see how you can't rank that number one. Yeah, I, I think that should be one on everybody's list, and I'll go ahead and say it's number one on mine. But we're going to start with five for mine. Is, and like I said, this is this is totally us, and like I said, we're Alabama fans. So number five for me is our tournament win. You know, that that's the only tournament win I've ever seen. And have Colin Sexton play, he, he played great. People were hating on him all year for different kind of things. But just to win that game – to me, was just a very memorable moment, so I had to have it on my list. Number four, I have Florida Gulf Coast run. Like I said, it was just a fun thing. It's just something you remember between the jerseys and the dunking and stuff like Falls alluded to. And then number three for me, I changed up a little bit to what Falls had, is I have VCU's run to the Final Four. You know, the reason that's up there for me is because it was one of the first tournaments I remember really watching and paying attention to. And seeing this little team that I, you know, I never even heard of, Virginia Commonwealth University. You know, I never even heard of them. And uh, Coach Shaka Smart, I remember that. It's just a crazy run. And then after that, I always, I always try to pick a, a low team, making it to the Final Four like that. But it hasn't happened much. Uh, my number two, I have Villanova and then UNC's title game end a couple of years ago. This one was crazy to me because I actually didn't even get to watch the whole game. I, I was working that night. And um, I was working that night, and I was keeping up with it on my phone on the way home and stuff. I see it was close. Well, I walk into the game. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> I walk into my house, and uh, uh, what's his? I can't even think of the guy's name. Shot the shot. Yeah, shoot, sh- uh, shot the game-winning shot. You know, and I, I, I was like, "What in the world? Like, that's awesome!" And then my dad was like, "We well, should have seen the shot before that." And I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he rewinds and shows me, and I watched like three or four times. I could not believe it. Marcus Page, I mean, it was insane. It shot. was it was it was a harder shot, more incredible shot than the one that won the national title game. Like, you think about it. He he's sitting there thinking, "Oh my gosh, I'm a hero." Or not? I mean, I'm sure he's not, but it's just like think if if, if Christian Jenkins doesn't make his shot, you know, everybody's talking about North Carolina and, and Marcus Page. It's just it's crazy. And then number one, I have UMBC for the same reason Saul did. Number one, a number one seed going down for the first time in history, you know, and then being the 64 versus number one, it's just, I mean, it's, it's storybook, you know. It, it's what the, it's it, you know, that to me it epitomizes what the NCAA tournament is. You know, it's it's what all the coaches uh, preach, even in football, they all do. You ha- And you have to, is, is they put on our pants, their pants just like we do, you know. It's They can be beat. And you know, it hadn't happened in eighty ever ever in eighty years since the tournament had started. But they always are preaching every year. You know, we can be the one, and the, and they went out and did it. You know, they were a well coached team. I, I watched some film on on them recently of that win before the tournament this year. You know, and and just going over you know what they did and how they attacked them. You know, and I think they just made them quit. Like I know I, could, I know they beat them by like twenty, but it was it, it was closer towards the end that Virginia just had a chance, but. Man, they just made them quit, you know. Yeah. Well, let's before we get completely out of uh, NCAA, let's talk a little bit about you know, I have some big news in the Alabama basketball realm. You know, Avery Johnson gets fired. Then we have shortly after that we have Dazon, uh, Kira Lewis, uh, John Petty, Daniel Giddens going into the transfer portal. You know, and I mean, and is that all that's going to leave? And then eight days later, or about. About a week later, we get a coach, you know, that hadn't even been talked about possibly coming. You know, had just signed a extension with Buffalo, had taken Buffalo pretty a good ways into the the playoffs. So, what what do you think about this guy? I love the hire. Like Greg Byrne, 
I, I had faith in him the whole time that he was going to go out and get us a coach. This guy's offensive coaching ability is just – I was watching some film on him the other day and just – just the offensive like mindset of how like he has like different parts moving on the offense and you know getting looks like really good looks. I think with the talent that we have, though you know Petty uh, today he actually said he was staying. So if we can get Kira back, yeah, definitely. And and I, I, I go ahead. I th- I think the I think I mean I think we have very good offensive potential on this team. We just didn't have a coach that could develop it, and and no hate Terry Johnson. We love Terry Johnson. You know he's he got me excited to watch Alabama basketball again. You know, and that's that's what he did. And he was a great recruiter. It just sucked that our players wasn't developing under him. You know, and and that sucks. But this was the necessary move, and I think we got the right guy. You know, we got a guy that's capable of having a team that leads in. I mean that it's very realistic that next year if we could lead the SEC in offensive, a bunch of offensive stats, you know. Yeah, I mean we're we're so athletic that him bringing over his like transition offense, you know, like we're so athletic that we're gonna. I felt like we're gonna dominate that area next year, you know. So like, like you got you got a guy like Herb Jones. I feel like that's his specialty. Now like his I know they transition. some. They've been talking about him going possibly into the draft. Do you think that is still a possibility because he didn't have this great of a year? I think his stock went down. I mean, defensively, he didn't even play as well as he did his freshman year. Uh, he just got to develop some offense, more offense, if he wants to wants to go in the first well, round. Well, he's got it. the guy that can do it. I believe so. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna make Petty his uh, draft stock's gonna go way up too. I feel like, you know, because Petty, Petty's a very talented offensive player. Well, he's a shooter, you know, and and a lot of his shots, it seemed like, you know, he was putting up threes all the time, and they were just forced threes. If if we can, if we have some plays around him that, you know, I, I, like I said, I watched the same videos you did that, that you know, they got to set up thing to get him an open shot, you know, that that's a lot different, it feels like. Yeah. And uh, I, th- I honestly, like, I – before Avery got fired, I didn't feel like we were going to get Trenton Wofford, but like, yes, that'd uh, be like huge for for this coach to come in and the next day after he gets hired to call Trenton Wofford and say, "Hey, you're our first priority." I mean, to me, as a when I was 18 years old, you know, I feel like that would like would really speak highly of like what that program's trying to do and what that coach is trying to do. You know, yeah, and and we've proved that you know, yes, we're a football school, but we are still capable of sending. Very talented players high in the draft. I mean, Colin Sexton did that. You know, just because you're not going to Duke or, or North Carolina where you can still have a future in basketball playing in Alabama. I mean, look at Jamichael Green. He was a late second round guy, and he he's, yeah he's yeah been yeah a definitely for a couple of years now. You know, so yeah, definitely, definitely. Well, that uh, you got anything else about Alabama basketball? I don't know. I, I'm excited. You know, I was. I'm very excited. I'm I was super exci- excited. I was really excited when Avery came, but it was like a whole rebuilding process. But for for us to get a hire and still have talent on this team, man, like I'm so ready for basketball season next year. You know, and I, we talked about before we completely get off this. And I know we talked about this a little bit earlier, but if if Alabama basketball next year has the turnaround Alabama baseball had this year, that where they've started to have. You know, and this is bias, I know, but it's just a question. I feel like it's a valid question. If those, if that happens, 
is Greg Byrne the best athletic director in, we'll say, the SEC? I mean, I, I want to say the country, but I, I feel like there's a lot of good ADs out in the country. But but is he up there with the top ADs in the country? I mean, I think you got to consider it. I mean, to make two flashy hires and then, I mean, in baseball it's changed in two, just two years, you know, and basketball could maybe change in one year with the talent we have. So, I, I mean, I think, I think it should be considered him being one of the best ADs out there. Yeah, I definitely think so too. Well, I believe that'll wrap up the the NCAA talk. Unless you think anything else, let's move into a little baseball. We had opening day here. Uh, I say I'm losing my days. Was yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, so we had opening day yesterday and had 48 home runs. Wow, I, I didn't even I didn't even know yeah, that. Yeah, I saw that on I saw that on Twitter. That's a record for opening day home runs. 48 home runs. Well, didn't the Dodgers hit like six or seven of them? I am not a hundred. I know their score was insanely high. I watched the uh, I watched the Cardinals play. I watched a little bit of the Cardinals game. Watched a little bit of the Braves game. I watched a little bit of the Yankees game. And I know the Yankees hit a uh, uh, guy. I can't think of his name now. Hit, it was crazy that the first home run of the Yankee season wasn't John Carlos standing there and judge. It was a guy I can't even think of. Gosh, I can't think of this guy's name. Oh, I looked this up. What game? Did you watch any games yesterday? I watched the. I just watched the Braves Phillies game. And man, when Bryce struck out and they started booing him, I was so surprised. What was it in Philly? Yeah, it was in Philly. He you're, and you're his... and you're surprised that they 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 booed him. It's freaking Philly. They're I've, I've said it before. I think they have the worst fans. That's fair, but like, give the guy a break. I mean, I understand you got struck out by Julio Tehran. Like, I mean, so I, I mean, I, I may would boo in them, but like, he had a. Him and Machado both had a terrible day yesterday, so, like, it makes you wonder, you know, like. Yeah, I got you. It was, uh, Voigt was the guy's name for the Yankees that hit their first home run of the season. Steven Voigt? Luke Voigt, I think. Hold on. I had it right here. Yeah, Luke Voigt. They were talking about him. He had a he had a pretty cool story that he was just he was like a, he was a twenty second round he was a thirty second round pick. Then he went back to a small little college and he was a twenty second round pick. And he he just hit the first home run for the Yankees in twenty nineteen on a team with guys like Aaron Judge, John Carlos Stanton, Greg, Gary Sanchez. Get this, you know DJ LeMahieu didn't even start for them yesterday. Yeah, I saw that. I was I I didn't say like, really why, but that, that was like, odd because he was a you know. I like I I followed the Rockies last year and he was a good player for the Rockies. Well, I, I'll tell you what they got Gleyber Torres. He was like second in the Rookie of the Year race last year. Yeah, uh, why, definitely. If, if you're Lemayhu, why would you leave the Rockies to go to a team that I guess is money? I don't know. I'd have to do some research, but like, I mean, I don't understand. He'd be starting on the Rockies. But let's talk a bit about the off season of the. Uh, a little bit about off season leading up to the opening day. We you know we had obviously you had. You know, we had Bryce Harper, the soccer. Well, first we had Machado sign with the Padres. Were you surprised that he signed with the Padres? You, you, I, I mean, not really. I mean, I knew he was going to try to take the best offer. He seemed like a guy that he didn't really care what team either. So I wasn't surprised at all that he signed with the Padres. I mean, I thought he was going to team up with Bryce in Philly. Like, I mean, a lot of people were saying that. But then towards the end of it, people were like, there's reports saying he was going to go to the Padres. So I really – I really wasn't surprised with that. Yeah, I, I thought maybe he goes. Yeah, I mean it's it's money. That's really what it is in baseball. Is I mean, do, you don't 
you don't really see a lot of what you see in like NBA of guys taking of really top guys like the Kevin Durant's, who I'd say is like the Mike Trout's or the Bryce Harper's, taking you know a lot of less money for a couple years to go try to win a championship. I mean, you see it, trades happen like that. You know, you see teams go and get the uh, the uh, Aroldis Chapmans and and guys like that and the Stantons to try to make a run, but you don't see. I mean, am I right? I mean, you're more of a base. You're more of a MLB guy. I mean, well, is there because because in basketball and stuff like that, one person can change a team. In baseball, you know, you got one hitter. Well, there's eight other hitters. You know, like he's only going to hit four times. You know. Yeah. So like, it's really bigger on pitchers because they they can change the game more than a hitter can. Or yeah, you know. and and the Red Sox have kind of did that, but again, most of the did. Chris Sale, he was traded and then signed a contract, right? Right, yeah. So he was traded. And, uh, David Price, was he traded? Traded. He was traded, and, and he signed. And so, like, that's what – I mean, that happens. And, you know, those are that's the closest team I would equate with the Warriors right now. And then you have the Astros who, who built all their players. So it's just like – you know, you see guys like Mike Trout who – I mean, honestly, it's a very realistic thing to say is, you know, he's the best player I've ever watched play with my eyes, and he may never win a championship because of where he's at. Yeah, like, but like, is that not the most Mike Trout thing ever? What he yeah, did? Ho- well, hold on, let's talk about Bryce first. You know, Bryce has the whole MLB the Show right. cover, and just this whole saga. We all know he's going to sign with the most money with the Phillies, and then he he finally does it. Signs this huge. What is it? it was thirteen years? How many? How many million? Three hundred. Yes, thirteen year, three hundred million, I believe. Yeah, and then like the next what Tuesday after that, two like two two or three days after that, Mike Trout is a ten thirty alert on my phone. Mike Trout signs ten years, four hundred million dollars with the Angels. Yeah, like you said, it's the most Mike Trout thing ever. Well, like it's like the most Bryce Harper thing. Yeah. At first, and then it's like the most Mike Trout thing. Yeah, I mean he's just that's what he is. He's not a flashy guy, and and he deserved every single penny. Seriously. Maybe more. You know, like that's crazy thing is is he deserved it all, man. And and people were questioning whether Bryce or not deserved it because like I think what did Bryce hit last year? Do you remember? Without looking it up, I have to look it up. Is he he had a, didn't have a great year? So I know he was hurt a little bit. Two forty nine. And didn't he hit only like how many bombs did he hit? He hit thirty four. Not bad. He hit more than he did in twenty seventeen when he hit three nineteen. I'm gonna give you a little take. Do you think Bryce Harper, true or false, has he ever or? I guess that's not true or false. Yeah, true or false. Is it true that Bryce Harper has hit over 40 home runs in, in a season before? Yes, it's true. One time, 2015. I thought, I thought that was false. No, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> yeah, he hit 42 home runs in 2015. He won the MVP that year. He had 99 RBIs and hit 330. You know, that's been easily, easily his best season. Like, ever since... I, He's only hit 300 twice. In 2015, he hit 330. In 2017, he hit 319. And yes, he hits pretty good, a lot of home runs. Since 2015, he goes 42, 24, 29, 34. But it's just like, so let's look at Mike Trout's stats. What was our 2013? He's hit average home runs. He's hit in 2013, 27, 36, 41 in 2015. 29, 33, and 39 last year was home runs. So he's hitting just as much, if not more, home runs on a yearly basis than uh, Harper. And then in t- starting in 2013. And he's only hit below 300 twice. 
Yeah, only three hundred. Besides 300 his points. rookie year, he only yeah. had one hundred thirty-five point. Like, so I'm not exactly. And people actually try to make the case that that Bryce Harper is just as good, if not better, than Mike Trout. Are you kidding me? Like, but where is that at? Because so I mean, a lot of times you're like, okay, well, you know, this guy's really good at hitting, but but this guy's better than at uh, you know, we say we say Giancarlo Stanton is a is a great hitter, but like he's probably not the best in the field. Correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, he's got a strong arm, but. I mean, as far as just, you know... Making, making athletic plays. plays. But then you think of Mike Trout is he is the definition of a five-tool player. Easily can steal bases, can make plays. Can make the... Off, yeah, can make I mean... The throws. So, like, I just... I don't can know. Hit, can hit for average, can hit for power. Like, it... I mean, he's just... He's just the perfect mold of a baseball player. Yeah, he is. Absolutely. Um, since since right. we're on to the discussions of, you know, we brought up Mike Trout and Bryce Harper. What... Here's more intriguing thought... Manny Machado or Bryce Harper? Oh, huh. I would honestly. I mean, Machado's probably a better. Def- like, I'd rather have like having him at third base or shortstop. He's. Uh, it's hard to say he's a much better. Def- Bryce can make some plays in the outfield, but it, it's kind of different. It's, it's comparing to different things because Machado's probably the better defender, but it's not like Harper's a bad defender. I think a lot of Machado has attitude problems. And then Bryce, you know, just has the star capability, power thing. Like, I don't know. It's not necessarily his ego or nothing, but I'd probably rather have Bryce, honestly. I don't know why. It's just Machado just, I don't like to use the word dugout cancer, but it's kind of what it feels like. I, I don't know. They're, they're, they're very close. Because I know Bryce has been some arguments with teammates, too, in the past. So, I, I don't know. They both strike out a ton. Like, they, they, they're, they're really the same hitter. It, is from what I'm looking at, Bryce is probably more powerful, but Machado has like more doubles and everything. But like their averages, yeah, what I'm looking at is about the same. And their strikeouts are just, I mean, they they strike out a hundred times a year, which is not great. Mm-hmm. Let's get into a little standing and little predictions. You know, we won't. We'll go give our top two in each division and then you know who's going to make the wild card who's going to make the playoffs and stuff you know let's start we'll start up in the the AL East I have the Red Sox win the division again I have the Yankees close behind them I have uh, I have them grab I have the Yankees grabbing the wild card I just think they're hitting this just since their lineup is just so good I watched it yesterday their lineup is really good and and Tanaka pitched pretty well for the times that I watched I didn't watch the whole, the whole game but the first few innings, he pitched really, really well, and I, they were playing the Orioles, and the Orioles, are, I have them. I, I will say, I do have them dead last. I didn't recognize. I recognize Chris Davis as about it. <laughs> I had the Yankees. Uh, I had the Yankees grabbing the wild card there. I mean, easily. I think just like they did last year, just because that division is so good. It's just so good with the Red Sox. But uh, then, uh, who you have in the East? The AL East. I have the I have the Red Sox also. I mean, like you said earlier, they're the closest thing to the Warriors of baseball, I feel like. Oh, easily. I mean, the killer bees like Bogarts, Betts, Jackie Bradley, Benintendi. Then you got Chris Sale, David Price at the beginning of that rotation. I mean, you look at a guy like Steve Pierce last year was the uh, World Series hero. I mean, you got a guy like that that's a World Series hero with all that talent that you have. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just incredible. And then I got the Yankees grabbing the wild card spot. I mean, it, 
it's a stacked uh, division, but I mean it's a it's a two dog race. Oh, easily. I mean, the Rays. I mean, they played well last year, but I don't know if they'll keep it up. But I still got them third, and then but, the Blue Jays and the Orioles running out. Yeah. I right, uh, AL Central. I got the uh, I got the Indians winning the division, and then I have the White Sox finishing second. I and I actually have them. This is where I realized Michael Kopech was going to be out for. I'm pretty sure the entire season. I'm pretty sure he said he had Tommy John surgery. You know, he's their big prospect that's been coming through. But I still, I, I want, I want to hope because I really like the White Sox. I, I want to hope that they can make a have a really bounce back. You know, they have Tim Anderson, you know, the Alabama product uh, coming through Hillcrest and stuff. But I really want to see them do good. I really like Yon Moncada. So I hope they. I, I want to say they grab the 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 second wild card. If they don't, I think the Angels will. I hope I like the Angels too, so I'd be fine with either one grabbing the second wild card. What about the Central for you? I got the Indians winning. I originally had the White Sox, but that Kopech going down, and I was just looking. I think the Indians' rotation is what's going to carry them. As yeah, it always the, does. and the White Sox doesn't have. They don't have just a. They don't have a standout pitcher. Yeah, that 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 just. Now, if if they're in contention for the, the second wild card, or I mean, if I mean they may have be, they may be playing really well, but I think if they're in playoff contention, they make a move. They have a lot of they have they have one of the best farm systems, and I think they can make a move for a pitcher. If they're in contention, if they're not, yeah, I, I think they 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 w- will be because the Central is was the worst division in baseball last year, so I think them the. The Indians, the Twins, and the White Sox will all be right there. I see that uh, competing for the the first spot. So, right. well, moving down to the West, we have I have the Astros and then the Angels, and then I have the Angels right at the cusp of the second wild card. Like I said, I think it's going to be close between the White Sox and the Angels. Or that's my prediction. I, I, I really, I mean, I hope that's what I want it to be because those are the two teams I like. But I love to see Mike Trout in the playoffs. This is what you want to see. It's like having the NBA playoffs without LeBron. Oh, wait. I'll <laughs> have to get into that a little bit later. Spoiler alert. Yeah. But it is. It sucks. It's not, and as an organization, you want to have your best part. You want to have the face of your league in the playoffs, in the World Series. But it's just like that team, I mean, they, they, have, some, they have some bats, you know, but – and then they have a great pitcher in Otani who's gonna not going to be able to pitch all year because he had Tommy done surgery last year. He's going to be able to DH a little bit, but uh, he's a great hitter too, though. So it sucks. that, he, And they're talking about he could be the he could be MVP next year, 2020, if he's back pitching and hitting. Yeah, um, I really think that's a possibility too. Uh, for my West, I have the Astros. I mean, they're the – to me, they're the closest thing to the Red Sox. Just their rotation with Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander, Lance McCullers, and then you got that infield. I mean, what a nasty infield they have! You got Bregman, Correa, Correa's. I mean, Houston. I mean Houston stat. I think they're going to contend for the. I mean, they're obviously going to contend for the. Unless I'm just catastrophic happens, knock on wood. I like Houston too. Is I think they'll contend for the World Series. They just have so much talent. Yeah, no doubt. And then I got the Athletics. I got them getting the second wild card spot. Are they the athlete? Okay. So who'd you have in the wild? Who, all right. So you had the Yankees. I got the Yankees as the first wild card, and then the A's getting the second. Okay. They just 
They're not like a flashy team. They're the, they're money ball. They're the money ball team. It's, it's yeah. I mean, they have a they have a solid little team. You know, they got a decent rotation. They have Mike Fears and Marco Estrada, Brett Anderson, and I think Matt Chapman is a very underrated baseball player. Plays third base for them. Him and Arenado are the two best defensive third basemen in the league. Yeah, I'm a big easily, Arenado guy. Easily, and then you got. Uh, you got a guy, Chris Davis, is still on there. Steven Piscotti plays right field for them. And they got uh, second and shortstop, Marcus Simeon, Jackson, Jerkson, Profar. It's a solid little, uh, a solid little shortstop, second base combo. I think, I think they'll get the second wild card. All right. All right. Well, moving into the NL now, start up at the, we'll start in the East. We got, I have the Phillies winning the division. I, I think, I mean, like you said, with, I mean, if they don't win the division, the fans are going to riot. <laughs> if they freaking boo in Arbor after one strikeout, after his first strikeout, then so I have them winning the division, I think, just with the building they did, and then Aaron Nola at anchoring down that lineup. Then you still have Arietta, who's still a solid pitcher. Then I have the Braves getting the wild card, and I, I think they get the wild card pretty easily. I, I, I love the Braves, and I love their young core they got, and I know you're a huge Braves guy, so I know you have some thoughts on that, and I'll let you get a little more on that, but... I think I think they grab the second wild card easy, and I think they're poised to make a deep run in the playoffs. Yeah, uh, you know, last week sometime you asked me, and I said I had that the Phillies. I was just thinking. Oh, so you yesterday, changed it up a little bit. Now the Phillies beat the Braves ten to four yesterday. So you, you sure you want to go with this? I know it's one game, and there's there's a lot, but give it to me. I think the Braves are gonna. F- Finish strong, like they may not. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 one game. I mean, it's one game. There's 162. So, uh, I just was sitting there. I I honestly think just with the core they have, you know, I was looking at their lineup. There's not a really a weak spot in their lineup besides maybe Ender Enciarte. Everybody else can hit. It's just we get pitching healthy. I th- I really think we can win the East. Go back to back. You need know? some pitching help. I mean, I, I just think. Your best pitcher being Julio Tehran, who's a great pitcher. I think is a great middle of the rotation guy. Just anchoring, your, being your ace, just it's well, just ain't gonna cut it. I don't he, think. And this, I like I said, me, Caleb, I, me, I am not an elite baseball knowledge guy. That is all falls. This is all complete just speculation and and just my thoughts. You know, I don't know a lot. Most knowledge I get is playing MLB the show. So, well, well, honestly, but this is just my opinions. Well, honestly, he he would have not been the open it. They started not. Fulton Evage and Newcomb have arm trouble right now. Okay, so, I got you. So th- they're 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 out to begin the season. So I fully believe that was Fulton Evage would would have been our opening day starter, but instead it was Julio Tehran. You know he gives up a, a home run in the first inning to Andrew McCutcheon. You know, yeah, what yeah. a Tehran thing to do. Yeah, but I got I got the Phillies getting the second uh, the first wild card spot definitely though. All right, all right. Well, moving down to the Central, I have the Cubs winning the division, and then I have the Cards Cardinals getting the wild card. In the, having them finish second and getting the the wild the second wild card. Goldsmith. I think it's close though. Yeah, I, I like Goldsmith. I mean, he's always in talks of MVP. But I like him a lot. He just seems like a very Cardinals like guy. I, I mean, oh, easily. If yeah. you understand what I, I don't, I don't even know what that means, but. He just seems like a guy yeah. that fits perfectly on the Cardinals. Yeah, but that means I have the Brewers missing out on the playoffs, and I don't know how good I feel about that. 
because the Brewers are a solid team. But I think the Cardinals come on strong. And, and that may be football. I think the Cardinals make it. I, I can maybe see the Cubs. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sticking, I'm sticking with my guns. I, I got the Cubs and the Cards and the Cardinals getting that second wild card. This is the first time we really just are different because the Brewers, the Brewers are winning that division. Like, yeah, I see that. I mean, I, I said I can see it. I can see it. That's a tough division. Like, it's always close right there. Like, and I honestly see, I could see the the Brewers and the Cardinals getting both wild cards, or yeah. the Cubs. Uh, be it, I could see two wild cards coming out of the division. Yeah, no doubt, easily. Which I mean, it just sucks because like this, this the whole NL, the the National League is just stacked with good teams, and it sucks that not all because I mean you have the, you have so many teams that are the, good teams that are gonna miss the playoffs. Yeah, like it's gonna be a shame just to see some of these teams like, like it's a, I mean, there's a possibility the Bra- you know, if the Braves don't win the NL East, then yeah, the Phillies don't win the, the NL East, then one of them may not make it. Exactly, and it's gonna be I mean. just a shame to see either one of them teams, talented teams, not make the playoffs. Yeah, but I got the Cubs getting a, a second wild card. Okay, okay. Well, moving down to the NL West, I have the Dodgers winning the division, and I have the Rockies finishing second. What about you? What you got? I got the Rockies. I got the Dodgers missing the playoffs. You know, they went to the World Series back to back years. I just think they have the best regular season pitcher of all time, and he's just and he's gonna he help carry. He's coming off injury though. Yeah, he's still cutting Kershaw. I think. I don't know. I, I, what kind of injury? I, I've actually I'm not familiar. What what is what happened to him this offseason? I want to say shoulder, but I'm not a hundred percent. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure either. That's fine, but I, I still think I, I think they'll I think they'll carry him pretty I, good. I think the Rockies. I know they in. traded Puig, but Puig wasn't their their star. They still have a lot of young talent, a lot of young hitters. The Rockies bullpen, I think, is what 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 make, puts them over yeah. the Dodgers. The, the oh, Dodgers I love the Rockies. I would totally be fine with that. But all right, let's uh, let's give our award predictions. Let's do MVP and Cy Young. Uh, MVP AL. I got Mike Trout. I think he earns every penny he made this year. And NL, I have Nolan Arenado. I love Nolan Arenado. He's just such a good baseball player. Yeah, can hit, can field, do it all really. Like, so. you know, actually, you know what? You know, you don't convince me, Falls. I'm actually going to change. We're going to do a live change here. I'm going to have the. I'm going to say the Rockies in the, are going to beat the Dodgers in the West. That's that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say it to you. You got me switched now, so it's on record. And if they if they don't, I'm blaming you, and I'm going to be mad that I went back on my my uh, first. Uh, instinct. Aaron, Aaron changed your mind. Yeah, you? I, I just, I look, I do, I like the Rockies a lot. I've, I've, we're gonna get in here in a second. I, I, I basically pull for a different team every year in the MLB. I've never just had a huge fandom with it. I love the MLB, but I've just never had a team that is. So I, I like to pick a team who's done something in the off season or changed some stuff up or has been bad for a while. And I just like to pick them and just watch their games and root for them. And it's been the Rockies the last couple of years, and I really fell in love with Arenado and. And Charlie Blackman and stuff. So, so yeah, I'm I, I'm gonna have them winning the, the division. But yeah, I love Arenado. So I have him winning the MVP. He was close last year, but I think he gets it done this year. All right. What about uh, for my oh, MVP? Yeah, go ahead and give me your okay. MVP. Okay. For my MVP, for the AL, I got a guy sleeper, sleeper pick, Alex Bregman. You would probably say he's the third guy out of Altuve and Correa. Yeah. 
I think he's just last two years he's played really really well, especially in the postseason. I think that translates to the the regular season and yeah, he's, he's he, he wins he wins him an MVP. All right. So, so for Cy Young, I think. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. You didn't give. You only gave me one. Go ahead, give me the other one. You just gonna disrespect the king <laughs> like that? <laughs> Go the ahead. King, Acuna Matata, the oh. Lion King, Ronald. Yeah, second, yeah, that's bold. You, you just gonna disrespect like just, that is bold. All right. Yeah, I like I, it though. I like it. I love the dude. He can. He can play. Haters are gonna say it's biased, but oh, it's it's definitely biased. There's no question about that. I don't. What he did in August, July and August last year. Oh, I'm not saying that it can't happen. I just think with a stack nationally and and possible sophomore slump, and I just don't know if MVP. He just like you're talking about Mike Trout level stuff here. That's good. I mean, he is good. He is, and I hope he does because I like the guy a lot. But I just don't know if I'm ready to put him on Mike Trout level just yet. He may prove me wrong. I hope he does. We'll, we'll revisit this at the end of the year. Oh, absolutely, we will. All right, well, since I jumped the gun a little bit, I'll let you give me your Cy Young at first. So, I mean, for the Cy Youngs, I got the two best pitchers, in my opinion, in baseball. For the NL, it's Max Scherzer. For the AL, it's Chris Hill. Really just, I mean, best two pitchers in baseball. I mean, that Max Scherzer, like, is he ever de- going to decline? Like, Well, he he gave up. A couple home runs, I believe. I know he gave up at least one yesterday, but he gave uh, he gave up some runs. I don't know if they, did they lose yesterday. Hold on, let me look that up. I know he gave up a home run in the first or second inning. I want to say the first inning. It's one game though. You really oh, I know, I know. But I, I mean, but if we're just going off what I just most yeah. recently saw, it was That's the fair. Mets. That's fair. That's fair. I always oh, Cano. It was Cano's first hit as a Met. He gave up a home run to Cano, but I don't know. It's I don't. I, I mean. He definitely hit his prime in the later years of his career, but he is—he's a great pitcher. Chris Chris Sale's main thing is if he can stay healthy. Oh yeah, I think Chris Sale's the best pitcher in baseball. Like I said, in my non-expert opinion, <laughs> but I, my Cy Youngs I have uh, in the American League. I got Chris Sale and the NL. You know, a lot of times Cy Youngs I've noticed there's a history of. I don't want to say unknown guys, but the unexpected guys, you know, winning the Cy Young, either in the A or the NL. This year I have a guy, he's definitely not an unknown guy, but I feel like he's ready to make that jump into elite status. And I have Aaron Nola winning the the NL. Okay. Cy Young. He, he beats all right yesterday. He, he, he gave a, a lot of walks, like more than he does. Like he walked like three guys in a row or one inning, and that was very unusual. Like he, he – yeah, he's a low volume walk guy, so I don't know if it was just you know opening day jitters or what it was. But yeah, I mean I could see it. I feel like I feel like that's you kind of did the same thing with the the, the Cy Young there as I did with the AL MVP. Yeah, yeah, a guy just jumping into his prime real quick, you know. Oh yeah, well Aaron Noah has been around for a few years now, but I, I feel like he's really. I think I think all eyes are on him. Like it's it's now or never. You know, with signing Bryce Harper and stuff, having Arietta for a couple of years now, so I think he's really gonna have to step up for them to win that division and make the playoffs and make a run. So, all right, we'll give our World Series pick, and then uh, we'll be done with the MLB talk. <laughs> but uh, I have I have Houston over the Cardinals. I have the Cards making a run from the wild card all the way to the World Series, and and getting beat by Houston. You know, I'll say six games. I think Houston's. I think I think whoever wins. 
the American League is going to win the World Series, and it's either going to be the Red Sox or the. It's going to be the. I think it's either going to be the, the Astros, the Red Sox, or the Yankees. Those are the three I see winning. I really think it's either going to be the Astros, or the Red Sox, and I feel like whoever wins. That league is going to win the World Series. All right. Well, my prediction: I get the Braves in four over wherever they play. <laughs> All no. right. All right. All right, Homer. I. No, uh, I just the Red Sox. They're stacked, bullpen stacked, lineup stacked. I got them over the Cubs. I got the Cubs coming from the wild card too. So we both got NL Central teams. I I want to talk about that before we before we get off that. I I do like that what you just said. Think about if you just said that ten years ago, the Red Sox versus the Cubs, or 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 about fifteen years ago with the Red Sox. I think I can't remember exactly the year they won their first title, but there was a time where that was you'd be laughed at for saying the Red Sox would make the World Series, say the Cubs make the World Series, and you'd get called an idiot for saying they both make the World Series. Yeah. So. It's, it's well, 2019, man. But all right. So last thing uh, on MLB, uh, like I said, we kind of touched on is is I, every year I I uh, I pick a new team. Really, the last few years has been the the Rockies. And I still like the Rockies. I thought about the Rockies again. I thought about the White Sox, the real young core they have. But you know, I think I'm gonna go to the Cardinals. You know, just getting Goldsmith. And they still have, and Molina's getting honestly getting better with age at the catcher position too. You know they got some young pitchers, but I just I don't know. I just I really like the Cardinals. I've always liked the Cardinals ever since our pulls is on the Cardinals, and so I just I think I'm gonna pull for them this year. I think I think Goldsmith's gonna have a big year, and they're just gonna be fun to watch. And and like I said, I have them losing the World Series, but you know maybe I'd be fine if that prediction was wrong. I, I really like Marcel Ozuna. Oh yes, and that's another guy I meant to talk. I'm sorry. Uh, he. Uh, uh, He's coming off a little bit of an injury situation last year. I was I was listening to the announcers talk. I was watching yesterday, but like I said, if he can have a big year, you know they can compete. They got some bats. And another guy too that needs to have a big year is Dexter Fowler. He he hit one ninety three last year. It's just a guy. He's up there in age. I know, but it's just what he did with the Cubs coming. They were expecting him to do what he did with the Cubs, and and I think he can. You know, but he's gonna have to have a, a pretty good year, or he he, they, they, he just won't. He just won't play much. It's like the Hayward effect, you know. When oh, absolutely. Hayward, Hayward swapped teams like that. And same yeah. teams evolved. He just yeah. was worse. So like it's yeah. kind of funny. All right. So uh, to end the MLB talk, give me what the Braves need to do to win the World Series. First, we got we got to get healthy. Like our we got we got to stay healthy, get healthy. We can get our pitching staff healthy. Get us an arm. Go get us an ace. Like Dallas Keuchel is still out there. We need to go get him, or at least get Craig Kimbrell because we need bullpen help too. I think, I think our lineup's fine. Maybe get another bat in the outfield, like another outfield bat, because Ender Inciarte is a very inconsistent hitter. But besides that, we just need pitching. Just need develop what we have at the pitching staff, and also just. Go out and get a guy at the deadline, or pick up a guy like Dallas Keuchel right now. But I honestly love in the position that the Braves are in, and like I, it makes me very excited to watch them. Like, even though we lost yesterday, just getting to watch them and like having the joy to watch them. Like, was the first time I had joy to watch them. Well, last year was the first time I enjoyed watching them since like Chipper and Andrew Jones was there. So yeah. like, yeah, I went to a Braves game last year. 
I like, I like the Braves. I thought about the Braves. It's you know me. It's just I, being a Saints fan. It's tough to cheer for anybody from Atlanta. Being an Alabama fan with how George has been, it's just it's tough to cheer for anybody from that state. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I do. I like the Braves. I hope they do well this year. All right. So that that'll end our Major League Baseball talk of this podcast. And uh, another thing we want to start doing uh, with this podcast is, you know, we just want to have a random thought to end the podcast. You know, because there's a, there's a lot of news that we just don't get into. You know, like and and we don't want to talk for two hours. So I, I see what you're saying. So uh, do you want to give, go ahead and give me yours? What you got? Uh, I mean, th- there's a lot of things, but I want to talk about it happened yesterday. Jordan Howard getting traded to the Eagles. Like I, I, that to me, that's just the Bears saying that Tariq Cohen is their, is their guy now, and I really like Jordan Howard the fit on the Eagles. Maybe they they can finally give them a solid running back to. Uh, oh yeah, I, maybe I don't consistent know. running back. He, I mean, he's he was very inconsistent last year, but maybe 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 he can find a place on that team. Because I really like Jordan Howard. I do too. If, if I'm in my opinion, I I don't think he'll be consistent again. I, I don't know. He's he's. He's what the running back position used to be, and Tariq Cohen is what they're moving to. Alvin Kamara is what they're moving to. You got to be able to catch the ball in the backfield consistently to to be to to be a number one on the field every every play back. You know and that's one reason I think the Saints let Mark Ingham walk. I hate that because him and him and Kamar work well together, but it, and and Marion could catch the ball better than Jordan Howard, but it's when you have a guy like Alvin Kamar that you ain't got to pay a lot that that can do both run between the tackles, run it outside the tackles, and catch the ball. That's just that's what that's what they want nowadays. That's the Le'Veon Bell effect. Well, also about Jordan Howard, like you mentioned, Mark Ingham. Like I wish, I wish I'd have known that we could have just gave up a six round pick. I mean, I would love to have Jordan Howard in. You know, so we're run heavy offense anyway. So you'd rather have Jordan Howard than Mark Ingram. I'd rather trade to get Jordan Howard and could have paid and get a wide receiver because we don't have a wide receiver. You know, I, I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. I I think that if you would have traded for Jordan Howard and that was your main running game, I don't think that would have complimented Lamar Jackson at all. Well, I think Mark Ingram will complement Lamar Jackson very well, and he will be a good back. Oh, I'm, I'm not saying that. I say I'm gonna say I, I know you're not. I know. I think you. I think I know you think he's gonna be very successful. I'm talking about. I think he's gonna be. Way, I think he's gonna be worth the money, and I think he's gonna be way better than what Jordan Howard would be. I honestly think if you would, I would not be surprised if Jordan Howard gets released by the end of the year. It's the C.J. Anderson effect, is it not? I mean, I mean, and I know C.J. Anderson is did really good at the end of the year. I'm talking about what he's been recently of of with the the Panthers and everything. It's just that, that's, the Raiders. That, I just that, that's what I seem like. I, I was is. just saying Jordan Howard because I mean. Him and Mark Ingram are very similar. The Mark Ingram can't catch the yeah. ball. I was just talking about the future. Yeah, Howard's yeah. young, you know. You know, yeah. I, I guess we got a guy like Gus Edwards, but I feel like Jordan Howard's a better version of Gus Edwards. So yeah. that's all I was saying. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I just I'd have a little argument every now and then. I like, like a little conflict, but <laughs> that's fine. I see what you're saying. Well, what I want to talk about, I, I do have a. I want. I know it's one random thought, but I do want to talk about a couple of things just for a second. I mean, you we have talked about LeBron not making the playoffs. I know we'll probably talk about this some next week and as the playoffs get started, but it's as long as we've been 
paying attention to sports even a little bit, like even before about 2008-2009, I was playing the basketball games on my little PS2, and I knew who LeBron was. And it's crazy that he hasn't made the play. This will be the first time not in the playoffs since 2005. Like, what what grade were we in in 2005? Third. Third? Third grade. Wow. That, that's insane. 14 years. Like, I mean, the, that is the, just The dominance. iPhone wasn't even out. <laughs> that is freaking like, crazy. I don't think, I don't think, I think that's the last time Tennessee beat Alabama maybe or something like that. I don't like, know. <laughs> I just, uh, I, I cannot believe it, but we'll talk a little more than that about that next week stuff. So I just want to say about Gronk retiring and do you think he stays retired? That's the big question. I don't, I don't think he stays retired. I, I don't think so. Well, I mean, you have Jason Witten being retired for a year, and now he's coming back and playing for the Cowboys again. I, I don't see Kronk staying retired. Though, I, he's he's never healthy. So I, I feel like that played a lot of role into it. And, he just and, got and tired think, of coming back just to get hurt again, you know? Yeah, well, think about this. Give him, I mean, if he's retired, I'm not saying it's what he's doing. I mean, I, I wouldn't – I could see myself doing it. Is You know you're good. You know you probably don't need a training camp, OTAs. All this stuff. Just take an off season off, you know. Miss a couple of games and then come back in the middle of the season <laughs> when they really need you. Maybe go act in a movie or two, you know. Yeah, go to the WWE. <laughs> That's what they're saying he's gonna do. Uh, just uh, I know we said uh, one random thought, but what about Johnny Football in the AAF? I I I, I dig it. I do like it too. I know he played a little bit and they won. They beat Birmingham, but. Yeah, we're gonna have Thanks. to. It's gonna be random. We're gonna change this to title to "Random Thoughts of the Podcast." So yeah. I'm, I'm with you, yeah. but but yeah, no, I'm, I do. I like it. I think it's, that's what he needed. I, I don't think he makes it back to the NFL. So if he wants to play football, he better hope the AF stays in business. I mean, I think or he's back to the, CFL. It, it really helps the brand of AF, though, no doubt. Oh, Just absolutely. I mean, we, we, me, me, and you both said, you know, when the XFL first started this whole secondary league thing, and, and they're not doing it until 2020, you know, they got to have Johnny Football. Yeah. Like you got to have guys like that that people recognize to make your league work. So yeah, definitely. But yeah, anything else? Any other random thoughts to add before we ended up? Nah, the you don't want to get me on my soapbox about how bad the Thunder's been playing. No, no. Yeah, we'll talk about NBA playoffs next time. Well, well, if anybody listened, we appreciate it. Uh, we, like I said, we know this isn't going to be something huge. It's just something we enjoy doing. We just love talking about sports. So we appreciate if anybody listened. And feel free to give us feedback. You know, we're going to try to work on some social medias and stuff, have everything out there. Hopefully, you're listening to this on a Monday. Hopefully, we're recording this on a Friday. Hopefully, you're listening to this on a Monday. We're, we're going to try to have them out every Monday. But, uh, yeah, give us feedback. Let us know what we can do better, you know. I'm trying to make it not too long. I know y'all don't, people don't like just hearing two guys ramble on about random nonsense all the time. So, but anything else, Falls? Anything else to add, Falls? I'm sorry. Nah, just AOC. They said we're going to come off the bench. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in, and we will see y'all next time. They said I got to come off the bench. Come off the bench. <laughs>